0: From Wuhan, another problem's here again. Because you see the contagion creeping, and the virus is indeed spreading. And the memory of sorrow planted in my brain still remains. We stand and fight.
1: The Virus I'm on. Dr. Dr. Bill Radio MD coming at you on AM 860 The Answer and uh, Mary Brockett was kind enough to send me some information about other venues that we're on and how you can reach us. We are also on uh, AM 930 The Answer uh, 760 Radio Lutz 1380 The Biz uh, You can reach us live at SalemTampa.com click listen live 9 to 10 a.m. every Sunday morning or DrBillRadioMD.com click listen live or join me. So apparently we're being pumped out over the airways. I guess somehow I have obtained a little merit of recognition for speaking as best I can uh, about the coronavirus and, and I think that we're going to continue on with that theme today. I think that's a good thing, Ken. What do you think?
0: I think that's probably what we should do, yes. But I love the yes. song. I love the light. A little, little <laughs> lightness in this time is always good, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, Simon and Garfunkel's song, and uh, with the uh, words changed a little bit of about the coronavirus, I love it. Listen, if you want to call in and ask any questions today, I'm going to open it up early at 877-969-8600, 877 877- Nine six nine eighty six hundred. I want to tell you how we are surviving, uh, because I, I think that uh, I have a, a fun way of looking at life. So, you know, we're going into semi-isolation. Of course, being a doctor and the wife being a nurse practitioner, we're going to keep the office open, but we'll probably go to half staff. Tell patients who are uh, not sick uh, to not come in, uh, postpone their visits for their routine follow-ups. Try and keep down. Uh, transmission of, of this this virus. Again, this is droplet spread, primarily droplet spread. That's sneezing and coughing, and I'll go into that later. Uh, the hand washing, the hand sanitizers, those are all good things and necessary, but the main thing is social distancing, wear a mask. If you don't have to go anywhere, don't go. I still see a lot of people out. By the way, I went to uh, Best Buy yesterday to get a camera. I'm, I'm going to have to get Joe or Robert to help me set it up so we can start streaming live. I can demonstrate some of the things that, that I've been talking about on the radio. But uh, their social distancing, they have a line. Uh, there are people standing at the employees at both entrances, uh, the entrance and the exit. They're only letting so many people in the store at one time. And the saleswoman who helped me, uh, she stood six feet away from me, and she said, you know, I can't come any closer. By the way, I had on an M95 face mask. I probably looked like an alien to the folks outside who were uh, waiting to get in. They let me in right away. I guess they saw that I had on a face mask and uh, a doctor's badge and all that. Hey, finally, it pays off. I get some perks for being a doctor. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, at any rate, the M95 face mask is the – the Minnesota Mining and Manufacturing 3M, we all know 3M, Scotch Tape and all that. They manufacture those. And by the way, the president uh, under his War Powers Act has authorized Minnesota Mining 3M to uh, divert face masks that they had uh, allocated to industry but were not FDA approved per se. Uh, Those have been reallocated, millions of them, for health care. We need those for the healthcare industry. Uh, th- those are what you use when you're in close contact with somebody who has the virus and is sick, and you're working with them, you're putting airway tubes in them and suctioning them and uh, cleaning up their bodily fluids and secretions while while they're in the intensive care unit, along with a face shield and, of course, gloves and gown. Now, that is the best protection that we know of so far. Uh, we have other protection. We have the, the, the kind of greenish-blue surgical mask that you see uh, doctors and nurses wearing uh, when you go to the hospital and have a procedure done or uh, have something done where it's necessary to have some respiratory barrier between you and them. And those are fairly effective. And uh, we, we note also that uh, a properly made cloth face mask using a, a tight-knit material Uh, like a T-shirt that is 70-30 polyester cotton or 65-35 and and multiple plies, uh, at least two, I'm I'm making it with three plies, uh, that that's fairly effective when worn appropriately. Uh, Don't put these things, if you make one yourself, don't put them in the washing machine. That stretches the pores. What I'm doing is just in in the evening, I'm dunking it in uh, isopropyl alcohol, a little shallow pool, And then take it out and let it hang up to dry overnight. And that should be effective. The problem with the cloth face mask in the studies that have been done around the world is that they were primarily single ply. And uh, and, in Asian countries, that they were repeatedly washed. And after the third or fourth washing, they uh, become less effective. That The the, the ear loops, the elastic, uh, stretches out so they're not tight fitting. So there's a number of problems. With with the uh, single ply, uh, multi-use, uh, homemade or machine-made cloth face mask. However, if you use a three ply mask, and what I'm recommending is to use at least one ply being a polyester cotton blend. Uh, then, if you have three plies of that, it might be tough to breathe through, it. and then you have uh, a lot of humidity, a lot of moisture coming out of the mouth, building up, and that can also be uh, an area for other infections to grow. But if you use a three ply and at least one ply, cotton polyester, and then maybe a cotton, a tight knit, tight weave cotton front and back, or a tight weave cotton front and terry cloth on the back, uh, you can devise a three ply. And I'm working with uh, several people. I met a woman in a fabric shop that has a um, commercial. Uh, sewing company over in Tampa. Um, I sent her some information. I've got her card. I'm going to call her. I've got some of my uh, seamstresses that are patients or former nurses working on designs for me. I got to track those women down. Oh my God! Keeping up with women is like trying to herd cats. I'm telling you, <laughs> it's not easy. And so I got. To, I got and to that hold was the doc talking,
0: not me. In case my wife yeah, is mis- mis- no. watching, us was listening. <laughs>
1: Yeah. And you're just listening and laughing. So we're going to we're going to stay on that. But l- l- let me share this with you. Let me share this with you. Hong Kong is a city of seven million people, the size of New York City. It has an area of four hundred and twenty seven square miles. That's the island. Now, Pinellas County, where I live, where we're broadcasting from actually we're broadcasting from Hillsborough over in Tampa. But I live in Pinellas. Pinellas is six hundred and eight square miles. So we have a million people in Pinellas County. Pinellas County is the most densely populated county in Florida. We have more people per square mile than anywhere else. Now, you've got 427 square miles, and you've got seven times the number of people, a smaller area, the size of New York, the population. Now, they have had two or 300 cases, believe it or not. And they have uh, Only had a handful of deaths And how are they doing this Well they started Four to six weeks ago And they got really aggressive And they're well disciplined You know they're children of England Even though they're Chinese ethnically They speak English as well as The uh, Chinese dialect And they're Democratically run Or at least they were until They went back to reverted back to the China uh, mainland ownership, but they're still semi-democratic, but they're, they're educated. And guess what? They work at home, they practice social distancing, but most importantly, most importantly, there's about a hundred percent use of face mask. And this has cut down the transmission of this, the droplet spread tremendously, tremendously. Now our CDC uh has not pushed the face mask because they think we're idiots and that we won't use them properly and that we'll think that we're safe to go out with the face mask on and, and that's just not the uh the uh, mantra that I would preach I would say that the the use of the face mask when properly used uh, when it's a good tight fit when it's cleansed daily uh when it's at least uh, a three ply or a surgical face mask that that is used once a day and thrown away uh, is going to be our best method for controlling and containing this along with social isolation and the social isolation you say well you know people, they're going to want to go out and walk around. Yeah, there are. There are people that want to do that. And in my neighborhood, there's people walking. But And we talk, but I just stay six feet away. And because I'm a healthcare worker and I don't know who I've come in contact with, um, if I'm going to go up and talk to someone close, I put on a mask to protect them from me. Uh, people think, well, if you wear a mask around me, you're saying that I have the virus, and I'm going to give it to you. And there's some, I guess, a social stigma. I don't know. Do you understand that, Ken? I mean, it seems to me it, it just common sense. You cover your mouth with a cough. Well, cover it thoroughly when there's a coronavirus epidemic going on.
0: Yeah, I use the uh, the arm method much better than the hand.
1: Yeah, the hand is, oh, God, the hand. My hand, God knows where it's been, you know. <laughs> And I have to remind myself, wash, wash, wash. Okay, let me put it into perspective. Now, Florida is, uh, we're, we're maybe 20, 25 million people now, uh, as opposed to 7 million in, in uh, Hong Kong. We've had 763 positive Florida residents tested so far, um, or positive Florida cases. Uh, 706 are residents, 57 non-residents, 12 deaths so far and uh in pinellas county we've had a handful uh and i don't know if we've had any deaths or not in pinellas county yet
0: um you know, i'm not sure either
1: i think that it's going to go up obviously but uh I, I don't think at this point we've had any any deaths maybe one or two so our numbers are still pretty low in Florida. We're a big state landmass-wise. We're the third state, 3rd uh, largest state population-wise. And, of course, the areas that are most densely packed are the areas that are being hit the hardest, uh, the Miami-Dade area and Hillsborough County and the Tampa Bay area. Uh, but I, if you put this into perspective, you think of 7 million people. You look at New York City. They've had thousands of cases and hundreds of deaths. And they're the size of Hong Kong in a larger area. What's the story there? Well, there's not the social isolation, the the, uh, social distancing, and there's uh, absolutely no use of face masks from what I can see. Uh, People have only been recently sent home. It's just been, what, in the past week or so that they've closed everything down in New York City. Uh, There's something wrong with our outlook here. I don't think that our CDC is doing the best job possible I don't think that our leadership has really thought this through, and I know that they haven't read the literature, which I have, and there's literature out of Germany, the United States, um, out of Japan, uh, looking at hospitals out of the uh, Chinese literature, Hong Kong literature, looking at hospitals and the use of face masks during the SARS epidemic in in, uh, Hanoi, Vietnam, hospitals there uh, in Hong Kong, uh, in uh, Germany, households in Australia, the use of face masks in households. And of course, the data says, well, it doesn't work. Well, when they do the subsets and look at it and they realize that, well, that's because the people weren't wearing the mask or they were wearing them improperly. And if they if they tease out the subsets of those who were diligent about wearing masks and using the hand sanitizer, guess what? The transmission rate fell by 80 percent. 80 percent you know that's pretty remarkable that is amazing yeah that, that that really is and i think that uh i think that we have to really jump on this and get it out across the nation now when you go to the uh when you go to the to the fabric stores like joanne and jay's in our neighborhood and you see people buying materials i, I was buying them last week uh and nobody was buying them i was buying bolts of material people say what are you doing uh, Said I'm going to make face masks. Well, now there's women running around the stores and looking for material, and and a lot of the things like the elastic uh, uh, that I was using for the ear or around the head to hold them on, it, it was gone uh, this weekend. I couldn't find any. Uh, there's more coming in. Fortunately, this woman who has this uh, this this uh, commercial business over in in Tampa, she says that she has access to. Uh, industrial commercial uh, size and amounts of material so i'm going to hook up with her this week and see what we can get going and um, i I gave one of my seamstresses about 15 or 20 yards of material and instructions but i haven't heard back from her i got to run that old lady down oh my god i hope she doesn't steal my stuff and sell it on ebay of course, you can't get it delivered right now, Ken. So. That's true. It'd be, tough, uh, it'd be a tough sell <laughs> at the moment. Going, yeah, it ain't going nowhere. <laughs> so, uh, so let me go over again how to make. Uh, I don't. Not that you can get any of the ma- any of the materials now for uh, for this. And I'm sorry about my phone. LifeLock is giving me all these stupid alerts because we applied for a loan uh, to get through this crisis. You know, we still got a kid in – in graduate school, we've got employees. We have a we have a 5,000 square foot office that we have to maintain, and and uh, you know it's not easy. I mean, it, it's it's a lot of work to to pay a staff of eight or ten people and uh, maintain 5,000 square feet and all the upkeep and maintenance and materials and equipment and ordering medications and uh, you know it, it's it's a big deal. Uh, small businesses are going to be hurting and they're going to be hurting quicker than sooner than the big businesses who have cash reserves. You know, we, we live pretty much check to check. We put a little bit in our retirement plan, but you know, we don't have, uh, we don't have a a, a big plethora of cash on hand, so we're going to have to go out and take a loan. And so LifeLock is alerting me that, uh, our credit has been queried by the bank and, that's good. LifeLock is doing what it should do. So at any rate, if you can get the materials, if you can have some glycerin around, you can use isopropyl or uh, ethanol, isopropyl alcohol or ethanol alcohol. Uh, you, can, you can use uh, 14 ounces, uh, get a 16-ounce cup, 14 ounces of isopropyl, um, an ounce of hydrogen peroxide, uh, drop in some glycerin, until it's as thick as you want it, and then top it off up to a total of 16 ounces with a little water, and there you go. Get a funnel and pour it into something. Now, listen, you don't have to have a gel. I mean, you can just, it's its a more of a pain. You can just put some isopropyl into a pump bottle, and as long as it's 60% or higher, and just pump out a little bit and rub it on your hands. Now, it's going to be irritating over time if you do it Frequently, as we're doing in the office with the hand sanitizer, you know, room to room, patient to patient, contact to contact, the hands tend to get a little dry after a while. You can also use the aloe vera gel if you have it. And that's two thirds of the isopropyl, 91 percent or higher, and one third aloe vera gel and mix that up and you can make a a hand sanitizer. Uh, The mask, uh, there are plenty of patterns online. I tried the pattern that looks like a sail, uh, and that didn't fit me. It was actually designed by an Oriental uh, woman who's now distributed it around the world. And the Oriental face is uh, shorter and wider than the Occidental and the uh, African-American face. Our faces are longer and narrower, so the mask didn't fit me. But now there's a square or rectangular mask also online. And um, I've got some patterns of that, <clears throat> and we can probably get that uploaded to the uh, to the station's website and my website this week. That's a great and, idea. Yeah. Yeah, and you can make your own. Uh, we'll have to get some some stuff going now that we're in slow mo here. I'm on a basically a two week hiatus while we see what happens. Uh, we'll have time to do some more of that, and I'll get that going uh, later today or tomorrow. Uh, and by the way, uh, <clears throat> you want to know how we're surviving? Our our cruise was canceled, of oh. course. You know. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry to hear that. I was looking upset. forward to it. So yeah. I was looking forward to it. So I said, "Well, yesterday morning, I'm sitting there and watching TV, drinking my coffee, and then I got up and was heading out to the garage to do a a, a project I'm working on. I'm working on a on a shoe rack, a little wooden cabinet for shoes." Uh, put them in when you come in the house because living with a Korean means you got to take your shoes off and put on your house slippers. And so she said, "Where are you going?" Because she has to keep tabs on me. Listen, we're we're in 1,300 square feet on the first floor. I mean, she can see me in every <laughs> unless I go into the restroom. And I'm, I'm going to have to put some cameras in there for in multiple <laughs> viewing stations. So, where are you going? Uh, I said I'm going out to deck five. She says, well, "What's deck five? I said, "Deck five is the do-it-yourself deck." She said, "What are you talking about?" I said, "Well, we're on a cruise ship, honey. This is our cruise." <laughs> and she, so then she starts laughing. And so uh, now I, I've turned our house into a virtual cruise ship. Didn't really take a whole lot of work. I went up to the hardware store and I got some of those uh, those stick-on house numbers. <laughs> 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 and so the kitchen is deck one. And so I put that on the icebox, and then deck two is the breakfast nook, which of course is you know within micrometers of the kitchen, and then deck three is the entertainment deck, and that's where the big screen TV is. <laughs> <laughs> deck four is the dining room, which is contiguous with deck three and deck two and deck one because it's just a shotgun you know uh, uh, townhouse, a condo, whatever. <laughs> And then deck five, of course, is out in the garage, and that's the do-it-yourself deck. All right. The activity deck. And then <laughs> upstairs, I put a six on the banister going upstairs. That's where the uh, cabins are. And she has the, the largest, you know, she has the executive suite. She has with a penthouse. the penthouse. She has a penthouse. She's got, she's got the penthouse. Yeah. And it actually has a balcony just like a ship, and it has a water view. There's a little creek running through the backyard. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> sounds nice i'll yeah. book a room for you doc i'll you book, book a room with you out.
1: i have the interior view which is at the pool the, at, our, at our complex here so listen you can have fun at home now people say well what are you eating because i'm going to the grocery store and and i see shelves are empty of almost everything well i'm looking for oatmeal uh raisins uh I went to the bread aisle to see what was there, and it said only two loaves per customer, and there wasn't anything on the shelves anyway. So I went over to the bakery. This is at Publix, and they had those, those two-foot-long baguettes, you know, those things. Yeah, sure. And I said, is there any limit on the number of these? And the guy said no. So I'd scooped up all ten that were on the shelf there and brought them home, and the wife said, what are you doing? And I said, I'm, I'm, I'm eating, and uh, this is what I'm going to eat. And she said, well, you will all go bad. And I said, no, I will I put nine of them in the freezer. And uh, <clears throat> so, of course, guess what? After poo-pooing my idea, guess who's eating up all of my bread? <laughs> <laughs> the wife! <laughs> so, and then I got, uh, I got a five-pound hunk of, of Swiss cheese, because I love cheese. Some mayo. I've got my raisins. I've got my, um, my gruel, my, my oatmeal. I got a bunch of junk food uh, and you say well isn't that bad for you you know what this is a crisis you just need some calories to get by you don't have to stuff yourself with the junk food and I got some Oreo vanilla Oreo cookies for a, a little a little treat I got some raw almonds and uh, it turns out to be actually a fairly well balanced diet Uh, You you think about what you get in raisins, which are grapes that are dried. You get concentrated vitamin C, vitamin A. You get minerals. uh, You get some uh, bulk so you don't get constipated. And I think about people who are uh, scarfing up all of the meats off of the shelves and thinking, my God, are they going to be able to poop next week? You know? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> We're going to be seeing people come into the ER who have uh, impactions, and they, and we actually do. You probably don't believe this, Ken, but we actually admit people to the hospital, not infrequently, who are so constipated that they're impacted, and it looks like they're having an acute uh, abdomen, you know, that they have a surgical abdomen. And, of course, they don't. We just get them disimpacted, and, and, and they're all better. So I would say to you that as you go out and shop for food and and, of course, the shelves are being emptied uh, almost immediately. I mean, the, the grocery stores are being cleaned out as quickly as they restock uh, a lot of items. Uh, think smart. Think high-bulk agents, uh, energy agents, and energy is nothing but sugar. And so sugar is nothing but starch and, and long chains. And, and, of course, you can store starch and sugar easily. Uh And then you need something for your fruits and vegetables. Dried fruit is excellent. It'll sit in a cabinet for decades and not go bad. Why? Because once you get above a 50% concentration of sugar in a solution or in a semi-solid like a raisin, which has still got a little water in it, uh, nothing will grow on it. Nothing. Nothing. You get above 50% sugar concentration, and there's just not any life form that I know of that can survive on that. Um, I also grabbed uh, as many boxes of spaghetti as I could. Uh, I love spaghetti. And you can make it with, uh, you can get the ragu or the whatever sauce you like, and and don't open the jars until you're going to use it. Uh, You can get the dried Parmesan cheese. Uh, There's still plenty of mozzarella in bulk out there, so you can have a little protein. I get my protein from my cheese. If you're a peanut butter nut, there's some protein in that. Uh, we also bought raw almonds um, and some other raw nuts, which I think are are healthy as well as filling, and it's also a good bulk agent so that you don't get constipated. And you, and you say, well, that's ridiculous. What are you worried about constipation for? You know, that, that really is a big deal, especially if you're housebound. Uh, so you got to think about these things. Have fun with this. We're all going to be locked down here shortly. Get uh, out the monopoly board, you know. Get out the monopoly. Those board. kind of things,
0: things you haven't done in years.
1: Yeah, decks of cards, uh, fun and games. Go out and talk to your neighbors, but make sure you're standing. You know, they're in their driveway and you're in yours. Uh, have fun with everything. And and
0: uh, are you? Are you still want to take some calls, Doc? We got plenty of time
1: yeah 877 969 8600 877 969 8600 let's grab a cup of joe ken and we'll be right back and you get you guys call in and let us know if you have anything to offer or you want to ask any questions about coronavirus uh, the uh, the the disease itself or how it spread or how to prevent it or you know how to have fun while you're at home um, get your computer get your TV oh by the way the entertainment uh, deck has uh, Pay per view. So (laughs) we're good good to go. (laughs) We'll be right back on Doctor Bill, your radio MD. Mary now it's growing getting out of hand. It's a
0: virus that has traveled near and far. Doctor Bill. We have to fight.
1: Hello, this is Dr. Bill Handelman for our good friends at Tampa Bay Imaging. TBI provides state-of-the-art MRI and CT scanning with the lowest radiation possible. Most insurance plans accepted and self-pay rates are very competitive. TBI is conveniently located in Tampa and St. Pete with evening and weekend appointments. So call TBI today or ask your doctor. In Tampa, call 813-386-3674. St. Pete, call 727-545-9674.
0: Balance of nature, changing the world one life at a time.
1: I love the product. I absolutely love the product it's amazing and
0: I'm sure you hear all kind of great reviews but I put my mom on it I put my another friend of mine everybody that talked to about it I said listen you need to take this it's amazing it has helped me my blood pressure was terrible my energy was really low I started taking it and it was just amazing I've been using it for a while and my mom she she went to the doctor she said the doctor asked her, well what are you doing she said I'm not doing anything I'm not doing anything because she thought it was gonna be bad she said well your numbers are good she loves it. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new
1: preferred order of fruits and veggies. Start your journey to better health today by calling 1-800-2468-751 or by going
0: to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code RESULT. Take AM860 The Answer with you wherever you go with our mobile app, TheAnswerTampa.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com.
1: All right, to Hugh Hewitt. On Monday, we will have a week's worth of breaking news in three hours. We will have followed all the Sunday developments, all of the press conference, all of the latest numbers on the spread of the disease, and hopefully it's the beginning of its suppression in the next Hugh Hewitt Show
0: at 6 on AM 860. The answer. Here is your exclusive AccuWeather forecast. Your record-breaking high temperatures today with partial sunshine, high 86, mainly clear night, low 68. Very warm again tomorrow with partial sunshine, high 85. Tomorrow night, clear to partly cloudy, low 68. Mostly sunny Tuesday, high 83. Tuesday night, clear, low 70. That's your Accurate With The Forecast. I'm Kevin Snyder for AM860, The Answer. Hello, virus from Wuhan. Another problem's here again. Because you see the contagion creeping. And the virus is indeed spreading. And the memory... All sauce planted in my brain
1: Still remains We stand and fight The virus Yeah, we're back. We're fighting the coronavirus. Uh, the love coronavirus. The, uh, I'm sorry, Ken. I love the
0: song. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: oh, that's okay. Isn't that cute? I, I do. <laughs> uh, one of my buddies sent that to me on WhatsApp. So, I thought that would be a good, uh, a good little little ditty to play.
0: I'm sorry I interrupted you. What were you going to say there, sir?
1: I don't know. Now <laughs> I forgot to take my dementia medicine this morning. So, uh, oh, I wanted to talk to you about the, uh, the uh, hydroxychloroquine, which is what the president mentioned. Uh, the Plaquenil is the brand name of this uh, anti-malarial uh, drug that has been around a long time. Uh, it's a fairly safe drug, and, of course, we don't have much malaria anymore in the United States, and a lot of the different ma- uh, malaria strains are resistant to the plaquinil, but it's found uh, use, wide use, in, in diseases like rheumatoid arthritis and lupus and inflammatory autoimmune diseases where we attack our own body's tissue. Now, a researcher in France a few weeks ago had the idea of trying it on some coronavirus patients. And he claims that uh, the viral load dropped to almost zero within five or ten days and that the people got better right away. Of course, this sparked a big debate because it was a small number of people, 20 or 30, and Dr. Fauci, our our lead man on the president's team from the CDC for the coronavirus, uh, he's the lead medical guy. He cautions about this, even though the president said, hey, there's probably some hope out here. Of course, he's a researcher. He's a nerd. And, you know, he's not a clinician and he's not uh, somebody who is in the trenches like I am and like other people are. And I think this is one of the times when the family practitioners are right, that uh, we need to look at outcomes rather than at hardcore research uh, this is a crisis situation, and he cautioned against it. But I'm going to tell you, I looked at this, and there's there's some logic to it. The the plaquenil uh, alters the pH, which is the acid base balance in the cells. And it makes the cells more alkaline. Now you know acids. Living in Florida and having a swimming pool, or if you're outside of Florida, you might know two uh, muriatic acid, which you can get at the at the hardware store or the pool supply store. You can get it at Sam's Club. Muratic acid is hydrochloric acid. It's just a fancy name for it. And you put that in your pool to make the pool more acidic after you've tested it with those little strips. Or you can put in some sodium bicarbonate uh, to make it more alkaline. Now, what happens is that the acidity or alkalinity inside of a cell affects whether or not, the virus can be taken into the cell and can escape into the cell and replicate. So there is some data to show that the uh, higher alkalinity inside the cell uh, keeps the virus from getting in and replicating. And uh, a British physician has looked at this and has uh, surmised that this may very well work. And as well, uh, there are, of course, anti-inflammatory Aspects to the Plaquenil because I'm talking about the antibiotic that kills uh, amoebas, uh, kills the malaria amoeba. The uh, the Plaquenil also has anti-inflammatory effects, and we know that part of the problem with the coronavirus and people who get so sick with this is the intense inflammatory response that is mounted by the body in an attempt to get rid of the virus, but it also ends up being detrimental to to the person whose uh, immune system is reacting appropriately, uh, you know, for what it has evolved to do. And so I think that the, the Plaquenil is a good thing to look at. Of course, again, the problem is going to be that there's just not enough of it. The uh, the production of Plaquenils would have to increase dramatically in order to uh, have an effect. We did, by the way, Ken, uh, Last week, I told the wife, or two weeks ago, I said, order a bottle of Plaquenil. We get wholesale because we sell to the Canadians simple things like antibiotics and anti-inflammatories. So we've, we've stockpiled two bottles. I don't know. She's got a few hundred uh, hits of this, and it doesn't take much. It's uh, one tablet twice a day for five days. There's some question now whether or not uh, taking azithromycin, the the common Z-Pack that everybody is getting from their doctor when they have uh, a, a respiratory tract infection, whether that might also be helpful and efficacious. So, the latest, and this is not uh, this is not hard science. This is just uh, observational and and reading the literature and seeing what other doctors around the world are doing. Plaquenil and a Z-Pack uh, for people who have have the Early onset, they have the coronavirus. See if that'll help. Now, why are we isolating ourselves? And why do we need face masks? And why are we hand washing? Well, this is like a forest fire. Okay. And the, uh, the medical people are the firemen who go out and try to put out these fires. One of the big things that, that the firemen do when they go to fight a forest fire is they, they create a break. They try to clear out an area. Uh, large enough between healthy, unaffected forest and the part of the forest that is on fire so that it cannot jump from one tree to another. Of course, there's always a risk that it will jump over the firebreak, the area that's been cleared of trees. And that's what happens when people travel from one part of the world to the to another uh, who have the virus. But the firebreak is social isolation, uh, not letting people across the borders, uh, keeping everybody at home, uh, social distancing, six feet, wearing a mask to cut down on the droplet spread. And of course, good hand hygiene. Although the studies that I have looked at over and over and over again, the it comes down to the main factor is that this is a respiratory virus. It's droplet spread, which means it's in the air from coughing and sneezing, and that the mask is the way to go, that the mask is, is essential, it's as vital as hand-washing, it's as vital as social distancing and preventing this from spreading. So we're going into lockdown, and this is something that we have to uh, show a lot of discipline for, uh, and we can do this, uh, that we need to stay inside, uh, not go out, not, not go shopping every day, uh, you don't need to do that. Go stock up. If you do go stock up, get a mask, make a mask, wear that when you go to the grocery store or Sam's Club or Costco or Walmart or wherever you're going to shop and get enough stuff for 10 to 14 days so that you don't have to come back out and run into somebody who might be carrying or might be getting sick with the coronavirus. You don't want to take that back home to grandma and grandpa. Uh, the kids, it looks like under 20, they're they're not going to have much trouble with this. We know that the 20 to 50 group can get sick, and uh, uh, but the deaths are primarily in the 60 and up, and it's it's, uh, it's logarithmic when you when you hit that 60 70 area, and uh, so people who are over 70 especially over 80, have a higher mortality rate. Now, our mortality rate in the United States is lower than in China, uh, in mainland China, because, of course, we have more resources, more availability, uh, more uh, ventilators, more ICU beds, uh, more fluids, more antibiotics to treat secondary infections. But those may run out. Those may run out. And part of the problem is the supply chain. Another big problem that we're having and that has to be addressed by uh, our leadership uh, are the uh, facilities for the truck drivers. You know, you go to the grocery store and you see all the shelves empty and you say, oh, my God, there's a shortage. No, there isn't. There's not a shortage of most goods. There is a shortage of delivery. There is an inability to get this stuff out of the warehouses, out of the butcher uh, plants, out of the... Meat producing packing plants to the grocery stores because the limitation on the number of available truck drivers. There's a truck stop shutting down, so the truck drivers don't have anywhere to pull over and, and grab a nap. Of course, you have to refuel. Uh, the truck drivers got to eat. Uh, they have to have facilities. You know, they need to grab a shower, and use the restroom. Uh, you know, a big rig may have a, a little bed in the back, but it doesn't have a toilet. It doesn't have, uh, hand-washing facilities or bathing facilities. So we've got to address this as well. And this has been on the news on the national news, and we can do this. We can deal with this locally as well. If you have somebody who is, uh, in need of a, a place to park their truck and clean up, if they're a long haul truck driver, uh, let them know, you know, we can probably accommodate, uh, one semi in our parking lot although that's not what i would prefer but we do have room for one semi to pull in and back out Um, it's not the easiest place to get in and out of but a good long-haul truck driver could probably uh, uh, get in there and um, you know i've got a shower we can lend them and and uh, help them out. And so we need to help the truck drivers out because that's how goods get around the United States. If you have a facility, if you have a parking area, if you have an empty lot, uh, let let somebody know. Let your friends who have family members that are truck drivers know, and they can spread it around on their CBs and their cell phones and say, well, if you're going to deliver goods to the publics in in Gulfport. Uh, Dr. Bill's got someplace you can park or Mrs. Jones has someplace you can park and she'll even let you use her or he'll let you use his uh, his shower in his office. So we need to think about that. We need to help the truck drivers. We've got to get the goods out there. The problem, as I said before, with. Uh, A lot of the medical goods and the fast tracking of of drugs and and masks and antibiotics is that the lawyers get involved. Well, with the president having War Powers Act, uh, he he can waive uh, liability and provide immunity to manufacturers, to companies like 3M, so that they can release the M95 masks that were uh, OSHA approved for industrial use but not necessarily for medical use and uh, medications can be fast-tracked, testing kits can be fast-tracked. Uh, the FDA, of course, they're doing their job, and they're saying, well, we don't want to have kits out there that, that aren't accurate, that don't work for testing. And, and we understand that, but we need them to ramp up as well and quickly approve the testing kits. And we've got a lot coming online. We have several thousand now in Florida, uh, the Governor has wisely or had wisely stockpiled these things. he's something else I'll tell you uh DeSantis impresses me more and more uh the things that he does and says uh, he's a shrewd young guy i I really like this guy, and he is doing his best to uh get Florida ramped up. The only thing that I think he has not been moving on fast enough is the closing of the beaches. Uh, but remember that most of those people are young. They're not going to get that sick. However, they can and probably will carry the virus back. Uh, even if they just have a little sniffles and a cold, uh, if they have the coronavirus, they can infect older people like me and Ken, and uh, th- that can become a problem. So we probably need to close the beaches down. And if you're listening today, Governor, or if any of your of your folks are listening, uh, I'd suggest we close the beaches down for now. It, it's, it's not going to be the end of the world. Listen, I know that the revenues are important. The economic impact is, is going to be with us for uh, several quarters to follow once we get through this. Nevertheless, we'll survive. But if we overwhelm our health care system with cases, uh, then we're going to have a big problem. And you say, well, okay, so you fill up all the ICU beds with coronavirus cases. Well, what about the guy who's got an acute abdomen and is septic and needs to be in the ICU? What about the person who's got a bad uh, respiratory disease and needs to be in the ICU? What about the postoperative patients who need to be observed overnight in the ICU? Uh, what about the the respirators that we need for all the other people that are going to have problems? Uh, you know, this is this is a, a big deal. It's a big, big deal in terms of overwhelming the health care system. And this is going to impact not only people who get the coronavirus, but people who are sick in the hospital and don't have the coronavirus and need the attention and the resources of our hospitals. And it's going to impact on on health care workers. Uh, you, you, you only got so many trained doctors and nurses out there. We don't grow on trees. At least, I don't think we do. Do we grow on trees? Again? I haven't seen any. I've, I've been looking. You haven't seen any, no. anybody with little masks and gowns? On? <laughs> no. hanging in the <laughs> trees.
0: Not really, Now,
1: <laughs> just, just add water. And
0: <laughs> grow yourself a doctor.
1: <laughs> and, yeah, boom. And, uh, I mean, you could probably get some uh, mannequins of doctors, but I don't know how effective that would be. Uh, so we, we have to think smart here, and we have to take care of each other. Again, I tell you, uh, attention to diet, uh, make sure that you have what you need in the house to last you a couple of weeks. And I'll tell you again, I stockpiled up on, on, uh, carbohydrates because that's sugar and that's energy. And that's basically what we live on most of the time. But I supplement it with some cheese on my spaghetti, uh, nuts and fruits, dried fruits, um, I like spaghetti with with the red sauce, or you know what I do too, Ken. Is I'll just put uh, I'll just put some margarine in it, and then uh, heat it up, and then mix in some Parmesan cheese, or some mozzarella, or whatever kind of cheese you want, and it's a pretty good little meal. Uh, you know, a bag, you know. yeah, yeah. And, and the wife even eats the She said, "Hey, that's pretty good." Well, I'm a am a chef, thank you. So
0: you're actually get me hungry now. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: And then let's let's get to work on the mask. I know this is not an easy task. Um, I've got a line on 20,000 uh, M95 masks uh, from Malaysia, but uh, the problem is is that it probably is going to cost more to import that than to wait another few days and for 3M to ramp up. But if there are any any local hospitals that are having a hard time, I don't know how long it take to get this stuff here. I, I'm guessing it could be flown in air freight because those are fairly light so you don't need to put those on a on a cargo ship but if there's any hospitals that are in desperate need uh, give the station a call or give me a call uh, the office is 727-384-6411 727-384-6411 i'll see if i can hook you up and if we can get these things in here for you and i think they're two or three dollars a mask i don't know they They're relatively cheap. Uh, The sewing patterns I'll put online. We'll get those up and and running, and we'll see if we can make a little video of how to make them. You don't even have to sew these things. You can use a hot glue gun, and uh, it it works quite well. I was going to say, because we
0: don't have a sewing machine, I'm not much of a seamstress myself. You know what I mean? So that's a good idea. Yeah,
1: Yeah. so I'll show you guys how to do that, too. We'll make a little video and see if we can get that uploaded Uh, And they're all over the Internet anyway. I mean, you don't really need mine, but you can go and and Google this, and YouTube has dozens of them now as people are getting involved. Uh, Get all the women that like to sew and uh, who are not doing anything and and get them sewing. Get these patterns off, off the Internet or off the websites, and they're fairly easy to make. And if you can't find anybody to sew, go get a hot glue gun. And and you just glue them together. It's just two pleats. You know, you cut out a rectangle or a square. Two pleats, glue them together. Fold over the ends in the top to to put your elastic band through. You can take a piece of uh, number twelve or number fourteen uh, electrical wire. You can get that at Home Depot or uh, Lowe's or the hardware store, or Ace, your corner hardware store. You know what I'm talking about, Ken? You know the wire that you you. Know, you you wire electrically up with
0: sure absolutely yeah
1: so you just take a piece of that and you cut it uh, so that it's you know so that it'll bridge your nose and hit your cheekbones in the middle and you put that through the top loop and stitch that in place or glue it in place and then when you put the mask on you just push that down and form it over your nose The best is to make sure that you have the the mask under your chin and uh, fold it down over your nose so you've got a pretty good tight fit. Three plies. I'm recommending one ply be a cotton polyester mix. Uh, I think I like best the cotton front, the cotton polyester, and then a terry cloth in the back to catch your secretions. Make sure that you uh, wash it every night, either Gently wash it in soap and water. You can throw it in the dryer to dry it, or you can dip it in isopropyl alcohol if you have some isopropyl. Dip it in there, get it good and saturated, hang it up to dry. In the morning, it should be good to go. The 60% isopropyl, 60% or higher concentration of isopropyl or even ethanol, which is booze, uh, will kill the coronavirus you can also kill the coronavirus through heat activation. the old pasteurization, 140 degrees uh, Fahrenheit will do it for several minutes. Uh, it will probably be killed by temperatures less than that, but I would recommend that if you're going to uh, sterilize something. now uh, The dryers will get to about 125 to 135 degrees Fahrenheit, and so you'll probably have to leave your mask in there a little longer uh, you know, the, the 20, 30-minute cycle should do it. Uh, that should be enough heat over that time. And so what I've done is I've just dipped my mask in the isopropyl, let it hang out to dry. And if it's still a little damp in the morning, I'll throw it in the dryer. And uh, that that should be more than adequate. Don't wash your cloth mask. Don't put them in the washing machine because that will stretch the pores and it will make it less effective. Is it effective? Yes, Yes, it is. If you use multiple plies, if you use tight knit, uh, tight woven fabrics, if you use uh, non woven fabrics, what we call uh, uh, blown fabrics like polyester and polyurethane, these are even better. Of course, it's hard to breathe through these, so uh, we want to uh, try to have a blend of cotton and the polyester. The polyester is what you can get at the uh at the uh at the sewing stores at joanne fabrics the The polyester is different from what we weave from natural fibers like cotton and linen because it's it's not woven woven is when you have two shuttles going in opposite directions or you have a a loom and you have a shuttle that goes back and forth so you've got fabric you've got thread going north and south and then east and west and and that opens up uh that leaves small pores now with the blown non-woven fabrics that are synthetics like polyester what they do is they take fiber that's oriented in all different directions and they blow it into into a semi-tight flat piece of fabric. Then they run it through a press that heats it. And, of course, the pores are much smaller. Well, the problem is it's also harder to breathe through. So if you put a little bit of, of cotton in there, 35%, uh, you might get a pretty good uh, pretty good capturing of micro droplets. The micro droplets are in the 50-micron for the most part, although some go as low as five micron and even smaller. But remember that a lot of the studies that were done with these droplets are being shot at the mask at two to three centimeters per second. Uh, You know, that's 30 to 40 miles an hour. And you're not going to have that happen unless somebody walks up to you and coughs in your face from a foot away or half a foot away. So this is this is to stop the uh the slow contact when you're walking through droplets that are hanging in the air that you don't know are there so i doubt that's going to be a big problem but we shall see i'll be with you in a minute that's my answering service i guess we've got somebody sick so i'm going to have to go oh Uh, okay well, I'll wait for you to... one well, more minute, so... <laughs> one, oh, well, oh, we got to kill a minute there. Precisely yeah. one minute, yeah. <laughs> okay, so so again, use a three-ply for the mask. A single-ply is not going to work. It's not effective. Paper masks don't work either. The, actually, a, a good T-shirt, a 70-30 poly-cotton T-shirt, if you put three-plies of that together, and the British have used their tea towels, which are just their dish towels that are really tight-woven cotton fabric, and uh, they've used that to ply and to ply when properly used, is almost as good as a surgical mask, believe it or not. So let's, you know, let's ignore the CDC, let's get on the stick here, and let's get these masks made and get them on everybody ASAP. Stay at home, don't go out if you don't need to, social distancing, wash your hands, and get set up for your at-home cruise, like I did, Dr. Bill is on a cruise this is wonderful i I haven't had this much free time in in months